Hello and welcome to your Mind Safe podcast. I am Rashida Jalab, a mental health activist from Algeria, content writer, host of this podcast, and a B2B account manager. It all started with me having mental health conditions in the past and overcoming them. And that's why I started this podcast and the whole journey of being a mental health advocate. Today's episode will be solo and it will be about how to design your self-care plan. And why self-care at the very beginning and why it is important, of course, it, for me, just helped me to um, heal, let's say, from my eating disorders. It has a huge impact uh, on my healing journey. And now I wanted to give back by sharing everything I know and uh, everything I developed in the fa- past few years uh, to just help you, let's say, design your self-care plan. Um, and here it's just not about, you know, this kind of like uh, taking a shower or bath with bubbles and, and so on. It's actually deeper than that. And it is a sustainable plan that will change your lifestyle in the long run. So what is self-care? Let's say briefly, self-care is any activity that we do deliberately. And I want you here to always remember the word deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. Although it sounds very simple as a concept in theory, right? But with the modern life that we have, and we are busy all the time, so it's something that we very often overlook. Get self-care is key to improved mood and reduced anxiety. It's also key to a good relationship with oneself and others. We all want that, right? It sounds very tempting. And it is. It's just about these subtle changes that you make and the choices that you make every day that will lead you eventually to a healthier and better life. Um, Often within when I work and help people design their own self-care plans, I feel that they there is this feeling of guilt and just, you know, um, they start by figuring out, like, I don't have time for this. And it sounds so complicated, which I understand. I've been there myself. But I always remind myself and others that, you don't have to figure out everything right now. It's just like going to gym. You need to practice and it's all about the steady, slow progress. You know, the subtle change. There's something that I would like to remind myself and others. It's something that I had kind of like stuck with me from atomic, from reading Atomic Habits for James Clear. You know, if we can make progress with just one percent if we can show up every day and make one percent improve one percent in our lives imagine what the outcome would be in one year from now six months from now two years from now 
So it's all about sustainability. It's all about the steady, slow progress, as I mentioned. Now you tell me, or you ask yourself, who needs self-care anyway? The answer is that we all do. Even your therapist needs to practice self-care and to set healthy boundaries to maintain balance between health and work, right? So the answer is easy. And now um, it will just lead me to the next thing, which is something that I get often asked when helping people to design their self-care plan. What can I get from practicing self-care? I mean, um, I understand that people now have barely, or let's say before the COVID era, they barely have time to breathe, regardless of the COVID and the lockdowns, which uh, had this drastic change in our lives. But I believe and I have hope that, well, okay, I understand that the COVID is our new normal life and with the social distancing, there's actually uh, more time to spend with our families and so on. But I believe that life will go back to normal sooner or later. So the question is that I get asked often is what can I get after or from practicing self-care? While we are all different and unique as human beings, there is a common aims or let's say there is common aims to our self-care efforts, such as taking care of physical and psychological health managing and reducing stress, honoring emotional and spiritual needs. And here, uh, spirituality doesn't have to be always praying. And regardless of what you believe in, uh, spiritual self-care is an important component of an overall good self-care plan. Um, it could be contemplating. It could be just something simple as a walk in the nature. So... Let us, uh, let's say, have this uh, concept of spiritual um, self-care as something that we practice regardless of what your beliefs are. For me, it's it's certainly a praying. For you, it could be something as contemplation, something as simple as a walk in the nature. So really, it's up to you to figure out what brings this kind of like peace to you and to your mind and to your spirit and it depends on your beliefs as well. Also, it could be something related to achieving an equilibrium across one's personal school and work lives. Each of us may differ in the domains we emphasize and the balance we seek among them. So always, always, always practice and choose what really uh, works for you because what might work for your best friend will not probably work for you. Always remember that we are all different and unique. And while building a self-care plan, um, we have to remind ourselves uh, that when it comes to self-care, there is no one-size-fits-all option. We all have different needs strengths and limitations so your self-care plan should be unique and designed to meet your needs not someone else's needs 
maybe going to the gym sound tempting and something that is trendy, but maybe I'm just saying maybe that it will not work for you. Maybe a walk or running, maybe ballet, maybe dancing, maybe something else could be better for you. Because at the end, self care is all about things, enjoying things that and activities that brings joy to us, that doesn't take from our energy. On the contrary, it gives to your energy. So you need to track your activities and write down what, how you felt, and what kind of outcome you're getting um, from practicing this or that. Let's say either going to the gym or practicing ballet. So it, it really depends on on you and what your preferences are. Now let's dig deeper a little bit and step one into building your self-care plan. Evaluate your coping skills. I mean, we all face, um, let's say, stressful situations during a day or a certain period of, of time, um, some challenging situations, right? Um, it could be something just like being, let's say, stuck uh, in traffic, that could you might something that causes you to be late or something. You know, uh, it really depends. Sometimes these um, repetitive small situations could cause us to stress. But what matters is that we always have the choice to how to respond and how to react. Maybe going out earlier. But also, we need to evaluate our coping skills. How do we typically deal with life's demands? Can you identify when you need to take a break and when not? And when it comes to evaluating our coping skills, there are two options that we have the positive coping skills and we have the negative coping skills. The positive ones, I'll give you a few examples like deep breathing. It could be uh, something as going for a walk. It could be something as engaging in a hobby. Even if like cooking your favorite meal. Even if it's um, something as simple as baking. Whatever that hobby, always choose what brings joy to your heart. Now for the negative coping skills. It could be things like yelling, like um, withdrawing from family and friends, or it could be dangerous driving. So we just need to write down these things either on an app, notepad, or even uh, take a pen and a paper or a block note and just try to sort out how are you actually reacting you know, what kind of coping skills do you have? Is it negative or positive? The step two into designing your own self-care plan is finding or drawing, let's say, the um, areas of self-care or the self-care wheel, like I uh, like to call. Divide them into physical areas uh, of self-care, emotional, spiritual, professional, psychological, and financial. 
Now it sounds like a lot, but the main goal is to not try to do everything at once. As I said, it's all about showing up that one percent that we could improve on our daily um, choices. Um, it's about figuring out which area is the most important one to us and with what we can start and build from that to just gain momentum. And then once you draw your self-care wheel and divide it into, uh, as I said, physical, emotional, spiritual, professional, psychological, and financial, step three, now you need to assess barriers, you know, and areas of improvement. Uh, what do I mean to assess? Uh, like time, what, how my day look like? Um, does my actual schedule allow this activity? And where I can get like 15 minutes from here and 10 minutes from here to, you know, include these self-care uh, activities into my calendar. So you need to assess barriers and areas of for improvement and then reflect, examine and replace. Now that you are, uh, let's say, able to uh, create your self-care plan. And once you have determined your personal needs, you can create your self-care plan and commit to it. Now, the most important part is to not try to do it all as, at once, as I said. To just, you know, gain that momentum at the beginning, show up when what is it that 1%, what is it that thing I can do on a daily basis and include it into my actual calendar that could improve my lifestyle? And don't forget about setting your own healthy boundaries. Um, if you'd like to hear more about healthy boundaries, of course, there is a whole episode dedicated to how and how to set healthy boundaries and what they are how to protect yourself with um, Dr. Estira Brilka from the UK. And also there is uh, another episode uh, on the MindSafe podcast um, about self-care, which activities and the true meaning of it. It was also a solo episode. Um, and now you're able to create your self-care plan. If you like um, more help or... Um, anything you could always uh, find me on LinkedIn as Rashida D and of course um, I want you to please if you like this um, podcast episode to subscribe share it with your friends and family and let us just spread the word that you know we matter and it's all about your own needs improving your lifestyle and adapting these healthy habits that on the long run it could be really helpful and it would really make a difference in your life you know it's all about the subtle changes at the end of the day that could add up into something that you may not notice now but from six months from here or one year there will be a huge difference in your life so at the end, always take care of your body, mind, and soul. And please, as I said, 
If you like this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and family and subscribe. This is the Your Mind Safe podcast. And please take care.